Hello, everybody. My name is Christina Stafford, here to welcome you to the Fearless Journey podcast. We hope you'll join us in this firsthand telling of God's faithfulness in each of these women's journeys, challenging them to rise up and live fearless in any and every season. Hi, friends. It's Jamie Massey, your host of the Fearless Journey podcast. I want to invite you to join me on May the 12th for our Fearless Social event with comedian Carrie Pomeroli. Bring your mom, your daughter, your friends, and let's laugh it up, girls, on this Mother's Day weekend. It's going to be a blast. You can purchase your ticket at Connection Central or by visiting our website at fearlesscoopercity.com. I am thrilled to have as my special guest today, Liliana Rodriguez. Liliana is recently married to William this past January. I was there for that ceremony. It was absolutely gorgeous. And Victor, that was the first wedding he's done here at Cooper City. She has one biological daughter named Haley Rose and one child she inherited named Michelle, whom they lovingly call Michi. Michi actually accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior here at Cooper City Church of God during our last fearless event. Wow, shout out to our fearless women for our fearless women's event. Liliana was chief of operations at a personal injury law firm here in Miami and director of finance for a chiropractic and orthopedic medical center with 11 locations. She is currently self-employed. Her husband owns three businesses, which she supports him in and helps out with. She has always found ways to help this community here and abroad. She is big in feeding the hungry. That's what weighs so heavy on her heart. You're going to get to hear a lot about her and that heart that she has for people here in just a minute. We're talking today about Fisher Women, growing your career to the glory of God. Welcome, Liliana. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm I'm super excited about this topic. I can only imagine as people are reading, you know, with the title of this podcast, Fisher Women, what? And I just love it. I cannot wait for people to hear about this and how God has given you this vision for this. But before we jump into that, I want the women to get to know you. And we have a lot of men that listen to this podcast, too. Um, but I want them to get to know you a little bit better. So I want us to go back and talk a little bit about your origins, where you came from. So uh, tell the audience where you're originally from. Yes, um, I am originally from Cuba. I came to live in the U.S. with my parents when I was 12 years old. Yeah. And I grew up here in Miami. Um, most of my family still lives down there. Uh-huh. And they're very, very poor. Uh-huh. I was too when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I look at them now and I see their struggles. And I recall when I was there, I was in a far worse situation than they were back then. Mm-hmm. So I am very, very grateful that I had the opportunity to leave and be the blessing that I can be mm-hmm. to help them from here. Wow. You know, we hear, I've heard few women on the podcast that talk about how they got uh, from here from Cuba. And they share a common story about how hard it was in Cuba. And then even more about the journey to get here. And I look at you and those that got here um, from Cuba. And I think my how God put his hand on your life. 
And I'm so excited that he put you here because you've already been such a huge blessing. And the things that you have been able to overcome and do, I cannot wait for everyone to hear all about that. Um, and of course, I love uh, I love the details of your story. And maybe possibly at some point, you can even share all those details about what it took to get you here. Um, but I, I want them to hear how you came to know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Can you introduce us to that story? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior first when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do it, I guess, verbally. It was more like in my heart. Um, right. My grandmother on my mom's, on my mother's side, she used to take me to all these gatherings and events in churches, all different denominations. I always thought that she was trying to maybe find the home church, but then now I think about it and I realize that she was probably just taking me wherever they had events that I could get a meal out of that experience. I want to pause right there. Yes. So she would go strategically to places where they were offering food at churches. Correct. Wow. And this is how you got introduced to Jesus. Exactly. Okay. So tell us some more there. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, it did the whole experience, even though it was different denominations, different mm-hmm. groups, different experiences, it still helped me because the intention behind it did not matter in that moment. It didn't matter whether I was jumping from one church to another. I still got to hear the word and I still grew in my relationship with God. It was not consistent, but I always knew I had to pray mm-hmm. to God and mm-hmm. I believed in him. So I mm-hmm. definitely had my faith going on there. You were getting the seed planted. I sure whether was. You understood it. And I want people to hear that part because sometimes people will say these churches that feed people and say they got to hear the gospel message before they get a meal. You are a prime example of of the reason behind that because sometimes a person can't hear the message of Jesus when they're so hungry. Mm-hmm. So feeding them was was key in, for you to get to hear the gospel story. It was definitely. so you so you discovered Jesus that way. But but was that when he be, when was it that he became your Lord? Well, fast forward to two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, I was invited to an Easter service for a friend's church, his mm-hmm. home church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took my daughter with me. It mm-hmm. was just her and I that during that event. Mm-hmm. And the guest speaker was Cash Luna. Mm. Um, he was speaking that day and I remember that there were parts of his sermon where he would look at me straight in the eye Mm. and he was saying things that when you combine the direct eye contact and whatever he was saying I felt he was speaking directly to me and I believe that he was Mm. Um, so for the first time I started feeling the goosebumps and then I felt something inside Mm. me moving and I I, I couldn't explain it but I just knew that it it was different Mm. and I felt something that I had never felt before Wow, I'm very shy but he actually called his guest over, whoever wanted to accept Jesus that day. <sighs> and I stood up and I walked up front. <laughs> I start crying. Wow. And I just did it. And it was on Easter of 2017. <laughs> That's when you truly <laughs> knew from your heart. Yes. <laughs> Not just this head knowledge of Jesus. Exactly. Oh, wow. What a beautiful story. And I know you were radically changed. I was. I was. <laughs> I know for a fact. <laughs> Your whole life changed as a result of that. So it was 2017. That's not been that long ago. It was not. It was not. <laughs> but you have been growing so much in the Lord. I have I've watched you, uh, which leads me to this question. So how did you end up here <laughs> at Cooper City Church of God? Well, this is a little, a, li- a little more recent. 
Um, so in 2020, 2020, uh-huh. yeah. I got separated from my ex-husband and later I got divorced. Uh, for the first time in my life, not only I felt alone, but I was on my own. Mm. I rented my first apartment ever. Mm. Um, all I had was my daughter's bed to mm. share and kind of start building from there. Mm. Um, with time, I turned that empty apartment into a beautiful home for both of us. Mm. But it was still a very difficult time. Yeah. Um, so I started to pray and I started to get closer to God. Mm. And that's kind of where I also made it a habit to learn the word and read the Bible daily. Started watching podcasts, worshiping. Um, and now I had all this extra privacy. So I had all the time <laughs> in the world <laughs> to do my worshiping and prayer. Yeah. And, um, so God did help me move on. Uh-huh. Um, and it was during that time of my life that I started listening to Real Talk Kim. Okay. I joined her inner circle. Um, uh, and I started watching her on her lives every morning. Wow. I can tell you today that her morning life videos gave me so much peace and so wow. much joy that I needed to get through that time. Mm-hmm. Um, then I found an ad on my phone on Facebook uh, where I found out that she was coming to Cooper City Church of God for a women's event. Yeah. I had never really heard of Cooper City Church of God. <laughs> I had no idea that it was here. I lived in Cooper City, but I had no idea that this was here. Wow. And, and it's like two st- like right here it's right there <laughs> <laughs> well a lot of people think because of the way our building looks like we're some kind of community event center Maybe. they don't think we're at church <laughs> <laughs> so i had yeah. no idea and then i as soon as i saw that she was coming to that event i bought the ticket for myself and for a friend of mine that was uh-huh. in a similar situation than uh-huh. the one i was in and after that weekend, she didn't really have a home church before that. So this became her home church instantly. Wow. And for me, just a little bit later, mm-hmm. started attending. And, and basically, now I come here with my husband and my daughters. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's amazing. I love how God does things. He literally just picked you up put you here he did <laughs> <laughs> so you are in this growing relationship with the lord i mean I, I love your hunger for god and i love seeing how hungry you your whole family is for jesus and seeing the way that uh, the word of god it, it comes alive for you i can just see it all over you in the services and stuff so i can't wait for for those that have not met you yet i pray they will search for you on a sunday and and shake your hand and get to know you a little bit better because that is so contagious when I get around you, your passion for the Lord, which leads me to this very interesting question here because um, I want us to talk about this fisherwomen uh, subject and um, how in the world, where in the world did this come from and this passion to help women now that you're self-employed? To help women now to also see their careers as ministries and 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 so forth, but um, to kind of introduce everyone to this because this is your passion. I'll be happy to. <laughs> <laughs> so in the same year, twenty twenty, I left my old job um, from being a chief of operations at the personal injury law firm, along with everything that I had going on in my personal life. God also started revealing to me people's hearts around me. And I started finding peace and knowing that that was the best decision that I've ever made. Mm-hmm. I needed to do that mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am, I am definitely very grateful for that. So in that experience mm-hmm. that I had in, at that job, combined with my education, yeah, I 
it, it kind of helped me or, or catapulted me uh-huh. to want to do more for other people. Uh-huh. But I wanted to do it in a much larger scale. Uh-huh. It wasn't just one person. I wanted to help more people. I wanted to see this big thing happen. And it was just something that got put in my heart. It, it had mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. It was something I had to do for others. Mm-hmm. So during that year, I started having a lot of dreams. And mm-hmm. in all these dreams, I was fishing. Sometimes I was fishing alone. And sometimes <gasps> I was fishing with a man that I was helping him fish. And I was catching all the fish. Oh. I will tell you, I caught a lot of fish. <laughs> in <laughs> all those dreams. <laughs> yes. And they were very big fish. So. Wow. So I find myself now in a private space of worship in my apartment. Uh-huh. And one day I have this vision of a social Christian group. Mm. The name of the group is given to me. I, I am closing my eyes. I am mm. worshiping. I am praying. And I just heard Fisher Women. Mm. Fisher of Women. And wow. that name was revealed to me. And I'm going to say crazy, but not really crazy thing. Because with God, <laughs> nothing is crazy. That's right. Within 15 minutes, I had written down name and the full operations plan for this group. I had it all written down. I still have it. So I felt very, very strongly about oh. this whole thing. I, oh. I felt like God wants me to do something with this. Wow. And then he started coming back again. And what I was getting from God was that he wants to bring back wealth to the kingdom. Mm. He wants, he wants mm. his children to be taken care of. Mm. Um, and it was my responsibility at this point mm. to help this group develop these women to grow not only in their career, but if they want to start up a business, I can help them do that. Mm. If they want to grow a business that they already have, I can help them do that. Because mm. I have the knowledge and I have the experience that I can help them do these things. Yeah. And I was a single mom at that point. So I know the struggle. I was wow. there. Wow. There's a really bad connotation on having money. Uh, that's true. Yeah. It is not wrong to have a lot of money. It is not Amen. wrong to make it. It is bad if you turn it into an idol. Right. But making it is not bad. Because I always say, I want to help a lot of people. Uh-huh. I want to do big things. Mm. But... How can I do that if I don't have the resources to do it? Who's right. going to listen to me at that point? Yeah. So I help, I support my husband right now in our businesses. And I also have two more projects going on. Fisher Women being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the idea just came to me and has been reinforced in the last couple of years. But I right now, the moment has come where I have the time and I have the resources to really invest myself in it. Yeah. And I just think God's timing is always perfect. That is so true. That is so true. And and I love this because when you think about women, right, especially right now, there's so much um, attention being given in, in our culture um, on women. And the and I tell I tell women this often that it was a hundred years ago in the United States of America. It was only a hundred years ago that women started being able to vote in this country. And when you think how much women have accomplished in 100 years, and I say, don't you know that in heaven, those women are cheering us on saying, come on, I wish I would have had the opportunities you have. (laughs) And there's so many great opportunities that we can seize. And I love that, that you tell women, you know, you can make this career and it can be your ministry. This, this career, it's often we think ministry has to be within the four walls of a church. But I love that 
to encourage women to get out there and make money because, again, they can give back into the kingdom. They can help people that need help. And, exactly. and that's a passion you have. Where do you think that passion came from? I guess from need and from experience, personal experience, not wanting other people to live through the, the struggles that I have in the mm -hmm. past. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. most of it I feel like God just just he just has put it in my heart to do it I have a heart of service I mm -hmm. like to help people mm -hmm. I have helped God in many ways not God I'm sorry I have helped people in many yeah. ways right. um, and I always felt like it was too small mm. I always felt like it wasn't enough I always mm. wanted to do more and more and the more you look around the more aware you become of mm. other needs that there are so out there mm. the more you realize I need to do more and more and more and mm. I realize now that I cannot do it on my own, but if I if I help, if I support, if I encourage other women to come up and yeah. do the same, then it's not just me. Now we're building a whole community and everyone is working together towards the same goal. Yeah. So now it's not about me. It never mm -hmm. has been. Amen. It's about what God wants to do with them. It's building the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Yes. You know, helping people to connect there. Um, I, I want you, if you will, uh, because I know this is something we maybe can touch on um, today. Um, cause I know you had a, such a rough time as a child and I, I want you to encourage some women who, who maybe feel like they, it, they, the odds are against them. You know, I didn't come from the right place. I'm single. All the excuses that a woman might would give on why she can't, you know, uh, achieve those goals. How could you encourage them by sharing your journey in some ways? Yes, I, I will say I have been a single mom. I have been very, very, very poor to the point what that when I was seven years old, I was selling the used toothpaste for my bathroom for my mom and my dad and I to eat one day. You were, se well, hold on. That you were poor. selling used toothpaste, toothpaste yes. to, to buy a cup of rice. Just to buy a cup of rice. Yes. Wow. Okay. So very, at seven. very poor at seven. Mm. So God has used me and God has moved me. To be in a place where I can help other women not stay at the bottom. Mm. And I have the means to help them grow in their careers, in their business, which mm -hmm. is what I intend to be doing now. Mm -hmm. But the reason that God has put me here is because of those difficulties, not just yeah. in spite of them. So I've always heard your struggle is not for you. It's mm -hmm. for you to help other people. Mm -hmm. And that's as true for me as it is for every single person listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. If you're going through a difficult situation... You're just going through a process and you have to recognize that the process is not your destination. It's just the means to get to that destination. So we have mm. to learn from it. That's good. So God's plan for us, they're all good. They're yes. to prosper us. They're to give us hope and the future. Mm. I came from nothing and I knew nothing. I didn't even speak a word of English. Wow. And God led me here to propel other women to that success. Oh. So oh. never let the process confuse you into believing that you're not going to have a happy ending. It's just a couple of prayers away. And I will say never, ever, 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 ever lose your faith. Wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you, never, you did not speak English. No. How old were you when you started to speak English? Uh, I would say probably 17, 18. My goodness. You have really overcome a lot and achieved a lot. And I want every woman who's listening to your story right now to pause and think, 
if God is, as he says, no respecter of persons, the Bible says he is no respecter of persons, which means that God isn't going to say, well, because I like Liliana, I'll do this for her, but I don't like you, so I won't do that for you. God doesn't do that. God, We are all his children. We are all his children. And what he's done for you he will do for them, and they too can rise above the odds Amen. And, and achieve those goals. Would you do me a favor and pray for the listener who's heard your story today, and maybe something's resonating with them, and maybe this prayer will be the very thing that helps, helps them make that bold step. Of course, I'll be happy to. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for every listener of this podcast. We pray today for lots of wisdom. Please put the right thoughts in our mind the gratitude in our heart to say thank you every day. Mm. I pray that they do well wherever they are, and if they need help, that they get to the right people, that they obtain the right resources. We're grateful, Lord, for our life, for our family, for this church, and mm. for you. Yes. Thank you, Lord, and we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. Praise God. Well, ladies, our Fearless Women's Conference is coming up September 29th through October the 1st. And even as we heard from Liliana and their story, we know the impact of Fearless. So get out here, invite your friends. We have special guests, Tony Collier and Dr. Ray. And these two women are so powerful. You are going to be blessed. You can get information and register by going to fearlesswomenconference.com. Or you can find us at Connection Central or even at the Cooper City Church here on the weekday, call the office. There's so many ways you can register for this conference, and I want to see you here. Well, thank you once again, Liliana. That was such a blessing. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us here on the Fearless Journey podcast. I hope you all leave encouraged wherever and whenever you're listening. We can't wait for you to hear more from our fearless women as we share new stories every Friday. Until next time, let's go live fearless.